What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Ice. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Welcome back, everybody. Um, let's just kick it off. You know, last week we talked about a few movies we we liked, and one of Jonathan's was Big Time Adolescence with Pete Davidson. So, you know, I had never seen it, so I had to give it a watch. That was the one off his list that I've never seen before. So I'll give a little review of that. Um, I was texting Jonathan on, I think it was Monday that I watched it like Monday or Wednesday, I believe. And, um, it was okay. It was a pretty decent movie, pretty solid. The, my one like takeaway from it though, was Pete Davidson plays the same character in every movie. <laughs> I have never seen him not just play like some bummy, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know how to put this, like uh, some bummy, just no life, I just guess. Bummy white put it. Yeah. Yeah definitely the same character in every movie it was like big time um the king of staten island vibes from the movie but it was a definitely a solid movie i liked it yeah i mean i i saw it before i saw the king of staten island and so when i watched the king of staten island i immediately drew that comparison i think it's hard not to like you said pete is you know very similar between the two movies but i like pete skeet excuse me um i think he's pretty funny pretty good Overall, though, I just love Big Time Adolescence. Like, I don't know why I love it so much, but it's just like, it's great to me. Like, it's just a pretty good, like, quick yeah, watch, it, good vibes. Like, yeah. It was definitely something, you know, I could throw on multiple times. Um, that's a big thing for me with movies is I like to watch movies, like, multiple times. You know, like, when I'm on a movie, I'll watch it, you know, maybe a couple times a week or a few times a month. So That's crazy. I don't think I've ever watched, like... I don't okay a couple times. times a week that's yeah that okay that was a bit of an exaggeration but I'd say a couple times a month at least okay a few that's, times every I still few don't months. think I've really done that but like respect I do want to do that with the Batman when it comes to HBO Max because it's coming out on Monday on HBO Max so I think I'm gonna give that a rewatch yeah I'm off Monday so I'm uh yeah that's definitely got to get that watch in of course so are, are you gonna watch Friday Night Lights you know you've been what's it on I don't, is it on Netflix it's on Hulu, Hulu, so Hulu. Okay. I know you have Hulu I do shout out to Spotify for students uh yeah i'll watch it i i'm down i actually just started watching ozark too i saw you reply to our producer charles davino's tweet tell him to watch ozark i took that advice as well and i watched the first episode thought it was pretty good i've heard a lot of hype about it it's one of those shows that's been on my list forever and i'm finally getting around to it you know the next half of the season or whatever is coming out soon i'm i think right yeah it comes out at the end of april and then you know along with me giving it the stamp it also got that chalky long stamp so you know it's you know it's valid shout out that boy um so i mean you'll have to give us some reviews here soon once you knock some episodes out some seasons out for sure shout out to chalky we'll get him one episode here soon too definitely that's a must definitely that's that's one of the ogs in my music game so we'll get him on here soon but man this is probably the most anticipated episode of the podcast obviously there's some that we haven't done that we're not gonna do for a while those are anticipated but this the rematch of the ox battle obviously an ox battle one elijah wiped me five to two it was not even close it was embarrassing you know i took it personally though i've been grinding when we got these categories i've been looking through my spotify i've been watching youtube videos just thinking what am i gonna put on this week to make it competitive between me and elijah I think I have, you know, some good choices. I think it's going to be a good matchup. I'm sure he feels the same way. We both take pride in our Ox game right now. He's got all the room to talk. We'll see how it comes out next week. If I have any room to talk, I think I will, but hey, we'll find out. Yeah, I, I'm a lot more confident in this lineup I have this this time around. You know, the first time around, 
I was I was confident, of course, but you know that first win, you know, it just got me right. Um, I'm trying to go back to back, like Jordan '96, '97, you know. Um, so I came with some heavy hitters this time. So let's get into it. I respect that. I think it's you know it's obviously all about playing between something you really like versus something people like and what's popular and what's you know not so popular trying to put people onto. And it's all about the balance. The heavy hitters, though, those can't miss. So I'm excited. I got some heavy hitters, too. So let's get into it. The first category we chose is a one-hit wonder. So which song from a one-hit wonder did you choose? I'm home team, so you got to go first. Respect. I went with Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. This is just a classic. This is a vibe. Got to give a shout-out to Aziz Ansari, one of my favorite TV shows of all time, Master of None. There's a scene in the first season where he's at this at a bar with this girl and he's like doing a dance is the best song ever. And it's return of the Mac that just like gave this song just another boost because I already loved it so much. And then seeing it in that show gives it that special emotional tie. Love it. Just a great vibe. Like, I don't know what else needs to be said. I went in a complete opposite direction here and this. I'm so, so much more confident in my pick. Now this song just screams high school to me. Uh, this could have been my 2016 pick as or well. We'll get into that category later, but this just screams freshman year of high school. For my one-hit wonder, I chose "Chill Bill" by Rob Stone. Ooh, okay. I mean, that's a great pick. I was thinking about that for 2016 as well, honestly, because uh, that screams 2016 to me. And it is so funny. It's like we were talking about last week when you're saying my freshman year of high school about 2016. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Cuts my freshman year of college. Um, but that's a great choice. I like that. We totally went in different directions here. Definitely. So we'll see, you know, we'll see what the crowd, the audience thinks. With, yeah. But... I don't know. I mean, that's, that could really go either way. Like I truly have no idea. I think you have a good pick. I like my pick though. So we'll see. Yeah. Let's get into the next category here. We have two thousands pop. For two thousands pop. I went with don't matter by Akon. This is just a vibe. Like you could say it's a little sad. It's a little, whatever. But if everybody knows all the words, everybody's going to be just singing this song. It's a great vibe. Sing along. Akon cannot miss. Shout out to Akon. For this one here, this is one of my tougher choices because, you know, like, I'll hear... like four years old. (laughs) Yeah, no. Well, like, I'll hear, like, T-Swift, and I'll get out on the dance floor and sing some old T-Swift or songs like that. Some Lady Gaga, almost went paparazzi. But ultimately, I landed on Pocket Full of Sunshine by Natasha Bedingfield. Ooh, that bangs. Okay, I like that. That is pick. a banger. Uh, I've, you know, I didn't forget about this song. You know, just obviously it wasn't in my rotation too much. Then it kind of blew up on TikTok. And that song is stuck in my rotation for about almost a year now. That is a certified banger. I like that pick. I can remember that song being popular in like 2008 or whatever. I like it. It's a good pick. Obviously, I went a little different direction on that. But shout out to Natasha Bedingfield as well. Moving on here to the next category, we have a song with a fire sample. You know, this is kind of a tough one. Like every song basically has some sort of sample in it. So we wanted to pick a song that had like an iconic sample, super important to the beat, to the whole song, uh, the whole structure of the song. Ultimately, I ended up going with Father's Stretch My Hands, part one by Kanye West. I mean, I don't know what needs to be said about this. This is one of the most iconic Kanye songs. 
I feel like in the Kanye bracket, we were saying that about every Kanye song, but it's true about Father Stretch My Hands. I mean, he's saying some of the most iconic lines, the bleach asshole line. I mean, it just hits a little bit different, but that beat and then that beat drop coming into the Cuddy chorus just hits a little bit different. I have an emotional connection to this song because when I was at Magnificent Color Day Chances Festival in Chicago, Kanye was the surprise guest and they were just playing music between all the different artists sets. So it was like, okay, they're just playing music because Tyler Crater left and they're playing music before the next set. And they played Flash My Hands. Everybody's like, oh, cool, good song. You know, we're just vibing. All of a sudden, Kanye comes out. Everybody runs from the stands onto the field. It was crazy. We got on the field like right when the beat dropped on Flash My Hands and it was just crazy. We were in the middle by the time Kanye started his verse. And it was just a movie. That was like one of the best moments of my life, no question. So I have an emotional attachment to this song. And then he even played part two, which I love part one and part two together. Like it goes crazy. But for this one, it was part one. Definitely. That, that's a fire one and a great memory from it as well. Um, I remember hearing about that and, you know, I was kind of, I was probably 14 at the time. So I was like, ah, you know, I wish I could have been there, but you know, 14, but uh, moving on. We have my fire sample here. So I've shout out social addict on TikTok. I've followed them for quite a few months now they do a lot of like um, samples and everything like they show where the samples come from you know with mine I had Otis by um, watch the throne on there initially I switched it up though and I ended up landing on workout by J. Cole you know obviously the sample from Kanye West the new workout plan and um, it's ironic enough he I he posted the video a long time ago like I want to say it's been a matter of months now since I first saw, you know, obviously you know where the sample's from, but he posted, you know, the breakdown of it. And then this morning, actually, after I had sent my picks to our producer, Devin, uh, it popped up on my For You page that he redid the video and posted it. So I was like, ah, so hopefully it's fresh in your guys' minds if you, if that hopped on your For You page. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good use of the uh, For You page. Obviously, I like that pick. Shout to Paula Abdul. She's also sampled on that track with some lyrics, I believe. I remember like when that first song first started popping up and I was like, oh, it's Paula Abdul. She's saying that. And I was like, oh, interesting. I didn't like, I only know Paula Abdul is like the American Idol judge. So <laughs> it was kind of wild to see her like music career. Um, but yeah, that's a good pick. I was actually thinking you're going to pick Otis. So I like that you were like, that was in consideration at least. I almost yeah. thought about picking it as well, but uh, Five Stretch was just, you know. Yeah, I didn't want to have too many Kanye, too many Kanye songs. So I... I narrowed it initially at three. I narrowed it down to one now. So that's good. Yeah. I was, I'm not going to say who, but I was heavy on an artist um, with a couple categories. I ended up also only having one. I haven't got to that one yet. So we'll save it for a minute, but let's get the next category. Our next category, we have a song that is no longer on streaming services or not on streaming services at all. For this category, I went with Buy It by Lil Uzi Vert. I mean, this is just like a classic Uzi track. You have the iconic picture of him and Virgil as the cover. I mean, I don't know what else needs to be said. I feel like I'm saying that about all these picks, but I'm just confident in these picks. Like, Buy It is a song that, I mean, if it was on streaming services, it'd be huge. It's already huge on just SoundCloud and YouTube. Like, I don't know. That's that. Definitely a fire track. And like you said, a fire cover there. I was, you know, talking with Devin throughout the week. I was like, I have a pick in mind, but I was like, I don't know how, how Jonathan will feel about it. But, you know, Devin gave me the stamp of approval on this one. 
and I went with Fuck With Dre Day by Dr. Dre. You know, recently removed from streaming services, so technically it is no longer on there. Okay. Um, obviously, just a classic track off the off the chronic, you know, featuring everybody. Everybody in um, Death Row was on that, so just one of my favorite tracks off of the chronic. And you know, I I wanted to go with nothing but a nothing but a G thing, but you know, I I decided that'd be too too che- too cheesy, I guess. No, so, uh, that would have been. Yeah, so I love this fuck- one slide though. Yeah, I went with Fuck With Dre Day. That's one of my favorite tracks by Dr. Dre. Okay, fair. I didn't know how you were going to play this one. Like, to me, I was thinking all about older mixtapes that haven't, you know, been put on streaming services yet or, like, anything like that. I was thinking of some songs off Royalty by Childish Gambino. I was thinking about, you know, some other, you know, older mixtapes like that. And then I thought about, like, the SoundCloud era, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I got to go buy it. This is the one. Yeah, no, that was that definitely came to mind initially, but then I was just sitting there thinking, and I was just scrolling through my uh, Apple Music playlist or like all my like songs and everything, and I noticed it was grayed out. So I was like, okay, there we go. It's a good pick. That's big brand player right there. Like I like that. That's a deep cut. So I'm, I'm I like that pick. But moving on to the next category, we have a song that is an intro to a mixtape, an album, any project. For this category, I went with Trademark USA by Baby Keem. Originally here, I had Stats by Baby Keem, and then I was kind of going through, like, last minute, just thinking. I was like, I feel like there's an intro out there that I'm missing. Trademark USA. I mean, this just hits. I mean, driving in the whip, it just bangs. I mean, you think about that scene in Euphoria where they're just, it's Elliot and Jules and Rue just driving this on, doing some hood rat shit. Like, I want that same energy. Definitely. You know, that that's a banger. I didn't even think about the melodic blue whenever I was going through my choices. Uh, I flirted with the idea of dark fantasy a lot, but I didn't, that one didn't make my initial list. I went with my original pick here and I went with stargazing by Travis Scott, the intro on Astro world. Um, just a banger, everything you want from a Travis track there. Um, the flow switch is just, it's different. Um, I mean, not much, not much needs to be said about this one here. That track crossed my mind as well. I think Travis is almost like a cheat code on the Ox. Like Travis will always get a thumbs up from the crowd, I feel like. Um, I thought about the ends. I love the ends, but that's almost more of a personal pick. I feel like the Andre verse doesn't always fit the vibe on the Ox. So I didn't pick that one, but I do love that pick. Um, I got to give a special shout out to Playboy Cardi. Long time. I mean, that like is one of the best intros. I wanted to pick that one so bad. But ultimately, I had to go with my boy, Baby Keem, because that's just been in rotation a little bit heavier recently. So, yeah. All right, moving on here. We're going with the a song from the year 2016, my freshman year of high school, Johnny's freshman year of college. Let's, let's see some Titans collide here. Yeah, this is obviously we're living two totally different lives here in 2016. So I'm excited to see where you go with this category. For me, I feel like I would be lying if I said the song that reminded me of 2016 was not No Problem by Chance the Rapper featuring Lil Wayne and 2 Chains. I mean, this was maybe the biggest hit of that year in rap. Like, it was everywhere. Obviously, 2016 was a great year for rap. There was so many big artists that dropped. So you got a lot of songs to work with here. I'm excited to see where you went. But to me, it was No Problem. And this was just the hit. I'll let you go. But then I got to give a special shot to somebody. I don't want to, you know, right. name drop something you might pick, though. So, you know, I had to get my boy Drizzy Drake up in here for an ox battle, of course. Uh, 
You know, he was coming off What a Time to Be Alive. If you're reading it, this is too late in 2015. And he started out 2016, correct. You know, the song is banging all summer 16. And that is my pick there. Um, that is one of the, that is a, a banger Drake track. Always going to be one of my favorite Drake tracks. Reminds me of freshman year, of course. Um, got me so hyped for views and everything. And like I said, you know, that was banging all summer 16. Respect. It was banging for me too. Uh, for that category, I was also thinking about Broccoli by uh, uh, yeah. Drum and Lil Yachty. I mean, that was a hit. One Night by Lil Yachty. I mean, I was kind of considering something about Birds. I was thinking about uh, Coordinator way back. Like, those were in the final cut. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There was a lot you could have done with 2016. I mean, yeah. So, it was a hard yeah, choice. My, this was maybe the hardest yeah, choice, I feel like. Definitely. And my so we, had, you know, wrote down ideas between me, Devin, and Jonathan, and I chose 2018. I think 2018 is a better year in music. We can get into, that'd be a, a good battle we could have there, 2016 versus 2018 in rap. So yeah. both great years in music though. But moving on to our final category, a song with three or more features. This was a really hard one. This one might be the hardest one. I said 2016 was, but this might be the hardest one because there's so many different songs that have a lot of features. Like, so many different moods, so many different vibes. I, I'm going to name drop some here because I know you didn't pick these. I thought about Really Doe by Danny Brown, Absol, Earl Sweatshirt, and Kendrick. Like, that song's so fire. I thought about One Train with ASAP Rocky, Kendrick, Joey Badass, Danny Brown, Action Bronson, Big Crit, Yellow Wolf, all of them. Like, that song is crazy to me. That might be my favorite, but it's not the one I would bump up the ox. Like, I love One Train so much. I also thought about Pinata, Pinata off of Pinata, uh, Mad Lib and Freddie Gibbs collab project. Like that goes crazy. You got Freddie, you got, you know, Michi Dark from Flatbush Zombies. You got Mac Miller. Like it goes crazy. That's a great song, super long. But the song I ultimately went with, this to me is like one of the biggest hits on the Ox. Like anytime it comes on a party, I'm going crazy. Like I remember being out so many times, so many nights, and it just comes on and it was just, a movie like i love this song and that song is work remix by asap berg with trinidad james schoolboy q french montana asap rocky it's a hit i mean this song came out when i was in like a freshman high school i think and i mean every time it's come on since then i've loved it asap rocky's verse to close it i love it with schoolboy q it's a yuck 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 that goes crazy and then obviously the initial beat drop just hits so yeah i love this pick i love this song Definitely. That's a fire pick. And um, I had a, I had a, another track in mind. I initially, I went with uh, mercy, you know, just such an iconic track there. Um, this is probably my, my most confident pick here. You know, I think everybody kills it. That's one of the ones where I love to go through it, you know, with my friends when we're all riding around, I'm like, who had the best verse, you know, we could sit there and argue that after the song for five minutes or so. And then, you know, there's forever um, with Drake, Kanye, Lil Wayne, and Eminem. And then there's also another one that came to mind. I'm on one. I, that's like, a that takes me back, you know? Yeah, that is, that's a throwback. But, you know, all great chat, all great tracks there. I love when so many big names can collaborate on a song. It's, and it just ends up being such a good song. So Facts. The one that like, this is my final shout out oldie by odd future everybody in odd future just hit their verse tyler gets his second verse to close it out oh such a fire track my boy mitchell hates that song because at the beginning tacos like give a shout out to everybody and mitchell just will turn it off 
at that part because he hates it so much. I love the song though. I know some other friends love it. So yeah, oldie hits, but it wouldn't be my pick. It, it's just a little bit too long, but I love oldie. I, I'll bump it all the time myself though. Feel that. Um, so I mean, that about wraps it up on all the categories we have. You know, we got seven there. I'm pretty confident, of course. Um, you know, hopefully I'm able to go back to back there. What are your feelings after after hearing my picks? I'm feeling pretty good. I think uh, it's going to be a good matchup. I think last time, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't do my best. And this time I like, am pretty happy with my performance. Obviously we'll see if that stands true after the results of the poll. Uh, but right now I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. I like my picks. I think the people are going to like my picks. Yeah. So we'll see. There, there we go. That's what it's all about. Um, go vote on our Instagram story. They'll be out on Monday, um, probably sometime throughout the afternoon. So go out there, show, show us some love, give us some votes. Let us know who you think won it. Well, let's get it. I'm excited to see what you guys think. So tell your friends to tune in too. We want to make sure we get all the votes counted. All right. Moving on here before we get into the weekly news, Jonathan, I'm thinking of an album. 16 track album released in May of 2018. That's your first that's your first hint. Okay. Uh okay, May of 2018. Who obviously 2018 was a big year. I know it's not Daytona, that's, you know, seven tracks since later. So May, so I got to think I was probably still at school. Hmm. 2018 i don't know give me a second hit this was this artist's debut album oh debut album so who was first starting to pop in 2018 i'm trying to think like what albums i would have put like i mean maybe i don't even love this album that that could be something but what i'm trying to think of like the albums i feel like i don't i think that's uh it's a trick i'm not sure give me the last hit for your last hint here, there was one feature on this album from Lil Uzi Vert. Ooh, I had one in mind, and I'm like pretty confident Uzi was on this album, but I don't know if he was the only feature. Are you ready to lock in your final guess? Ah. Uh, uh... I'm going with Harder Than Ever by Lil Baby. That is incorrect. The album is Goodbye and Good Riddance by Juice World. Okay. That's, yeah, that's a good one. That's Uzi was, yeah, I know not, not your favorite, favorite project ever, but. Um, Neither is the Lil Baby one. Like, I don't yeah, know. I just, I still thought that was something, like Lil Baby time though. So I was like, I will try it. Still something pretty prominent there. And I had to quickly look up the name of that Lil Baby album. Cause I was like, is this it? Like is Lil Uzi's on that album though right he's on uh there's more than one feature oh there's on yeah that. that's why I didn't think it was but he's on uh life goes on mm-hmm. Gunna's on that song as well so that was obviously a bad guess but that's my thought that's immediately where my head went for whatever reason I don't know why oh I'm glad I could trump you there you know the playboy cardi I remember we did a whole lot of red and that one did not did not trump you so I'm glad no, that one was easy that was easy I like that one though I mean, some would argue that would, this one would have been easier, but you know, I think the Christmas of 2019 gave the whole lot of red one away. So definitely like, I don't know, like juice world's just, that's just longer ago to me. So I don't know. It was the recency 
of whole lot rep made it easier. All right, getting into the news this week, you know, it was a pretty light week for drops. I'm be honest, like I feel like we've been getting a little spoiled the past couple of weeks. So yeah, it's only natural that not every week's going to be so good. So this week we have albums from T Grizzly and the EP from Boz and an album from Swedish House Mafia. Only threw that on there because got some good rap features. ASAP Rocky's on there. The Weekend's on there. And Swedish House Mafia and The Weekend are going to be performing together at Coachella. So had to throw that one on there. Kind of excited for that stream, which we'll get into that a little bit later. But we also got singles this week from Gucci Mane, Duke Deuce, Blueface and G Herbo and Knight Lavelle. Is there anything you're yeah, excited to so, listen to? So for me, last week was so huge. I'm still I'm still banging that, still getting my listens in off last week. Um, so I haven't had the chance to listen to anything yet. Um, if I had to pick something though out of all these, I would probably choose the Knight Lavelle single. Knight Lavelle is my guy, actually. Um, I I think it was 2020. Spotify had like an emo rap playlist, and it was like through quarantine, and we'd just play PlayStation all the time. So you know, uh, eventually got, got into him a little bit there and like still cold. That's a banger, uh, dark light. That's another banger that he has. So, you know, that'd be, that'd be the one I'd listen to at all these, even though, you know, I wouldn't say any of these artists are my cup of tea. Yeah, I agree. Like I'm not really going crazy for any of these artists. Like, you know, they're all good in their own right, but yeah, not really like heavy in my rotation. So I'll give the boss ep a listen because it's like super short but yeah i like the night lavelle love i'll definitely give that song a listen i haven't had the chance to listen to it yet today i was sweating over these ox picks i was just listening to these songs that were my uh contention for my choice but yeah the one night lavelle song that i love is bad kid and then snot with night lavelle human mm-hmm. those are like my two that i would go to for night lavelle though so I, he's, he's got some bangers out there for sure kid of course, though, I got to give a special shout out to the homies from my No Label Academy class, BDX the Don and Malik, a.k.a. Never Not Working, dropping songs this week. Uh, Never Not Working dropped a song with Dog Servant called Diversion. Goes crazy. Go check that out. And then BDX dropped a song with our other boy, Kojo, St. Kojo, producing it. Great track. Go show him some love, both of them make some great music so definitely you, you know you know they know jay but they know jonathan but they don't know me but both y'all killed it if you're listening um fuck with both the tracks heavy all y'all go give that a listen yes sir and stay tuned for more we'll get them on episode two soon who knows maybe it's in the works stay tuned moving on here future announced this week that his project is set to drop april 29th what are your thoughts I'm excited. It's been a little bit since we got some from future. I heard Kanye is going to be on this project. So that's going to be fire. Um, yeah. I feel like future is one of the people that releases pretty frequently. So it's been a little bit. So excited to see what future has been. Obviously he was executive producing Donda two, which kind of came and went. So, I mean, hopefully he saved some of the good stuff in the stash for his project. We'll see what we get on this future project though. You know, you're going to get a couple bangers. You get some toxicity. And that's all I can ask for in Future's albums. Definitely. Um, you know, I was pretty excited for this one throughout. I, I can't, at the beginning of the year, we did a video on albums we were excited for, and he definitely made the list there. Um, like you said, 
Kanye feature is most likely happening. I hope we get another Drake feature as well. You know, I love it when those two link. Um, I mean, I'll say it again. I've said it before. Those two don't miss when they're together. Facts. That's valid. I mean, imagine a future song featuring Drake and Kanye on the same track. Like, I think I don't future... think we're I don't think we're gonna get that blessed, but hey. I mean, a man can hope, of course. Future could pull some strings. I mean, he's close to both of them at this point in his career, so I wouldn't rule it out. It'd be pretty unlikely, but it would be pretty wild if the future, or excuse me, if the Kanye and Drake reunion came on a future track. Like, that'd be pretty iconic. Definitely, and I. For me, like uh, Future had High Off Life, and then he had his collaborative album with uh, Lil Uzi Vert, and I didn't really like either of those in 2020. So, I mean, hopefully we get a big bounce back project from Future. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I'm not really going for Future full albums. I'm just like mm-hmm. some songs here and there. So as long as he gets a couple good songs on there, like um, I'm happy. Definitely. Same way. I feel the same way. But moving on here, we want to take a look at last week's album sales numbers. 504 led the way with 29,000. 42 Doug and SG's collab tape had 26,000. And then Vince Staples and Coyle Ray each had under 20,000 first week sales. That Vince number is pretty surprising to me. What do you think about that total? Uh, it's, uh, it's tough because, you know, the project is, it's going to rank high in my uh, top projects of the year. You know, I was texting throughout the week this week and I was like, I, I love this project. You know, he killed it with this. It's been banging all week for me. Um, so, I mean, the low numbers kind of a little bit surprising. Um, I feel like this really could have been the one to, you know, take Vince to that next level, but it's not looking like it's so far. We'll see what happens though. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy. Like you said, it's such a good project. It kind of goes along with Denzel not doing crazy numbers last week. Like, I don't know. It's pretty surprising to see. Like I wanted to look and see how Vince's others first week sales have been and big fish theory did 24,000, which, you know, that's pretty good. 14,000, 14,000 of those were pure album sales. So, I mean, obviously that's pretty big. I remember he did, I want to say he did like, that was when the merch bundles were like really big. I feel like I have a big fish theory CD somewhere. So I feel like they were super cheap or cam with something. So that's probably how the sales were pretty high on that. I wouldn't say Vince Staples is a huge name and rap or anything, but I'd say he's at least, you know, like a C-list rapper. I mean, would, would you agree with that? Or would you? I'd put it at like B, honestly. Like, yeah, I mean, I'd I say mean, he's right, right on that border of B or, you know, a C-list rapper. And I mean, that's still, you know, very large, you know, it's not yeah, you know, like, some underground rapper. Exactly. I'd expect <laughs> him to do like 40,000. Like I wouldn't be like, oh, he's doing Yeah, 000. no, I'm not, like, I'm not saying like he'd 40, be. Like 40,000, I don't think is like crazy for Vince Staples. I mean, I don't know. I, uh, he saw, he was doing a Twitter spaces thing this week and somebody was asking him about like, you know, who do you want to collab with all this? And he was like, I only collab with people I'm friends with basically like whatever he's feeling. But I mean, Vince is like, just he's big enough and he's like got a big enough personality. That, like he could be friends with anybody. He can work with anybody. And I feel like, I don't know, like that's kind of just think- what he needs to take his career next level. Like if he collab with Tyler, like, I mean, obviously they went back, go back, a long time like if him and Tyler did a track together that'd be huge if him and you know just some of these other people that he's been connected with for so long did a track I feel like that would be the thing to take them to the next level obviously I feel like beyond music he's going to be very successful he's doing all these different brand deals he did one with Sprite back in the day he's working with the NBA right now that's crazy to see um, and then apparently he's got those shows on Netflix coming so maybe those will help boost his streaming numbers eventually but man it's pretty crazy to see right now first week 
Yeah, definitely surprising stuff. You know, like you said, you know, he's had collabs with Tyler. He's had collabs with Mac Miller on faces even. So, I mean, it, he's he's been around for a number of years now. So it's just it's surprising to see that he's he's not getting the love he deserves. Facts into me. I mean, he's just like one of the most talented artists out there. Like one of the best people in music beyond his rapping ability. So I don't know. Wish Vince nothing but the best. So. Yeah, go show some, go show some that project some love. Uh, definitely a great project. Something we have both, we're both very high on. So, it's Second Avenue approved, of course. Always, I don't think Vince will ever not be Second Avenue approved. That's, that's one of the OGs. Moving on here, we have Travis Scott rolling out billboards for Utopia throughout California this week. I'm I'm pumped. I don't know about you, but uh, I am ready for another Travis project. It's been since uh, Jack Boys if i'm yeah jack boys and that was it it's only a seven song track list there so i'm definitely excited for this what are your thoughts i mean i don't even consider jack boys like i would say his last name is astral like yeah no like jack I boys mean, that's a, that's kind of why i hesitate it's a asterisk, yeah yeah uh but no yeah it's been a while since we heard from travis obviously a lot going on after the World incident um so excited to see where he's at with this next project uh i do think it's pretty wild that these billboards going up on the way to Coachella and he was supposed to be there with Kanye and now neither of them are going to be there. So I don't know. It kind of feels like a Travis, like surprise appearance at Coachella is possible. I don't know who he come out with, but like, obviously they could just put the billboards there because people are going to be a lot of traffic in that area, but I don't know. Like, I feel like it would make sense if he came out with somebody there. So I don't know. We'll have to see if that ends up happening. Yeah, I'm definitely open to that, of course. And, you know, another one, like I've been taught, we were talking a little bit throughout the week, just in the PlayStation party and everything. Uh, like, who are some of the special guests are going to be for Rolling Loud? And, you know, you can't ever count Travis out for Rolling Loud, of course. Uh, currently not on the Miami lineup. And then another one, I'm serious. Uh, this is like my hopes, you know, they brought out Kanye in Cali. So, I mean, I can't, like, nobody is too big for Rolling Loud at this point. I'm hoping Future brings out Drake. That is my. I think that's it's possible. my ideal, ideal pick there. Especially if Drake is on this feature album. Like I think it's possible. Definitely. So that's, that's my hope of course. So we'll see what happens. I'm rooting for you. We'll see. <laughs> but moving on here to the next piece of news. It was reported that Drake has earned more streams than all the tracks released before 1980. This is one of those stats that just like, does not sound real. What was your first thought when you saw this? Uh, it's just kind of like it's like you said it doesn't sound real like but i mean you know drake is the streaming king you know he's always going to do numbers regardless of you know what he's putting out so i mean it's very it's surprising to hear and you know think about that but at the same time you know yeah i mean i kind of want to like fact check this but i mean it was reported so like i kind of believe it um but it's just so crazy but then you do have to consider like Drake's been around for a while. Like Drake does have a lot of songs that he's released and they've all done huge numbers, obviously. So it makes sense that he has such a big number combined, but to say that it's bigger than everything released before 1980, like that's, I mean, millions and millions of songs. That's older than my mom. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy to me. Like, I don't know. I feel like we need to fact check that, but I saw the report. So I got to throw it in here today and see what you think. Definitely. And, you know, speaking on false reporting, you know, my hopes got up a little bit throughout the week. Uh, 
you know, with the ASAP Rocky cheating on Rihanna news that ended up being fake. But, you know, <laughs> I was ready for Riri to come home. Yeah, I, like just before we started recording, I saw that it was fake. So it is pretty crazy. Like I saw a tweet that was saying about how cheating on your pregnant girlfriend or is just crazy and like let alone being a celebrity and doing it and knowing you get caught like that's even crazier but just doing it as a normal person would be insane so glad to find out that that was a false report definitely asap rocky's a king but like i said rihanna whenever you, i know you're listening out there whenever you're ready to come home you know i'm, I'm always second i'll be a step daddy yeah second half is waiting uh but all right let's move on to the next piece of news here coachella as we mentioned is this weekend live streaming on youtube three different stages are there any sets you're going to tune into online this weekend um so i'm not too big on tuning into stuff live like live streaming it but i do go watch the performances after they're up and usually posted by the official account where i'll try and find some van videos um i'm definitely looking forward to uh the weekend like you said he's gonna have swedish house mafia there they'll be doing something together and then um Brockhampton as well you know their last performance that's definitely something I got to tune into man that Brockhampton said I'm not missing that it's tomorrow I think at 8 15 I don't know what time zone that is but 8 15 it's probably pacific honestly so it's probably 10 yeah. 15 here because I remember like I'm pretty big I know you said you're not but I'm big about watching the sets like live when it happened like mm-hmm. when you're at Rolling Loud New York like I always watched them from home like I had to watch my guy IDK I watched J. Cole I was watching I just watched a couple I was watching uh Joey Badass. Like, I just watched a couple, but I just enjoy it. I'll always tune to Coachella, though, because they always, you know, go big for Coachella. Um, I actually watched The weekend in 2018, I think. That was the last time we played Coachella. Stayed up till, I mean, I think it had to have been, like, one in the morning at least. But it was well worth it. I mean, that was a crazy set. Then I ended up seeing him the same summer at Lollapalooza, kind of do the same set, so it was crazy to see because that really like pushed me over the edge it was like okay Lollapalooza is gonna be crazy like it was great to see the weekend do some like classic tracks that he has like house of balloons glass table girls wicked games you know crew love all those tracks that was that was dope to see and then know that i was going to be experiencing that in just a couple short months definitely the weekend is on my list to see um i think he performs i, I want to say it's the 30th and i get back from rolling loud that day so I may make the trip up to Soldier Field up to Chicago and go see the weekend. The tickets are low-key expensive. Like it's him and Doja Cat. So people like go crazy for both of them, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they're not afraid to put a premium on those ticket prices. Yeah. Like it's big. I, I guess I'll drop a bag, you know. I respect it. I kind of want to go too. So maybe we can to, figure that out. Hey, we could we could have another another concert. It's a business expense now. I tell my parents, I'm just so it's all for the content like yeah I we'll write it off one day exactly one day we will one day we'll get paid to go to these concerts definitely uh moving on here look it's been teased a little bit here what are your thoughts is the donda tour coming soon i think so i think it's been a while since kanye toured i don't think he's done a real tour since the life of pablo say pablo tour mm-hmm. um so yeah i think it makes a lot of sense he'd be going on tour he's had a pretty big amount of music come out since then you got yeah you got jesus is king and then down to one and two so i mean that's like i mean 50 songs or more i would say so yeah i think he's got you know plenty of new music to tour for obviously he's always gonna have the hits in his catalog so i'd be excited to go see kanye on tour obviously you know donda 
one and two aren't like my favorite Kanye. Like they're good though. They all have good songs. So yeah, I definitely think it'd be a good experience to go see him on tour again. I saw him back for the St. Pablo tour. So I think it's only right. It's been like what, five years since yeah, then? So uh, six years, six years. Yeah, it'll be six yeah. years this fall. So yeah, I think if he goes on tour, I think I'm gonna have to pop out. Yeah, no, that, that was definitely, uh, I remember when Kanye was having the listening event in Chicago, I was telling you, I was like, Kanye could never tour again. Like, and I would, so that's kind of my reasoning for buying it. Obviously, you know, I'm gonna see him at Rolling Loud now. And, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, you know, came right with the Donda shirt today. So um, hopefully that's something, something I can experience, you know, a Donda tour. I've never been on a Kanye West tour, so. Yeah, you know Kanye is always going to put on a show and do something crazy for his tours. I mean, Jesus tour, St. Pablo tour, all crazy stages, crazy vibes. So, you know, Kanye's going to do it big if he goes on tour. So I'm sure, honestly, I feel like the thing that's holding Kanye back from touring is like the inability to meet his demands and his wishes for what he wants the set to look like and what he wants the vibes to be like. I don't know. I mean, he could just do the same thing as he does on like the Don listening parties, just be in the middle of the floor and just people were in the stands. Like I'd be fine with that, but I'm sure Kanye has some big extravagant idea in his head that he wants to execute. So we'll see if that can get done. Definitely. We'll see what happens with that. Um, you know, the second Avenue boys will be pulling up, you know, if he makes yes, a trip to the shy or Indianapolis or any of those places. So it was wild. I think he started his tour for St. Pablo in indianapolis i was like that's just like a random place to start to me like that's just like the middle of the country and it's just a random city like chicago would have made way more sense i think but indianapolis shout out they got the first look of that stage and it's now iconic so shout out to indianapolis definitely i mean i would i wouldn't be against starting in india again you know i think the for me personally the drive to indy is a little bit easier than the drive to chicago so oh 100 i prefer the drive to indianapolis or st louis over chicago like i don't even know but then we're going to milwaukee too so i mean I definitely cool but milwaukee you know a kanye west homecoming in chicago i i may have to pull up for that one so facts that just hits a little bit different all right and then moving on to our last piece of news this week playboy cardi did an interview with double xl and it was full of some gems talked about you know upcoming music collaborations kanye west all these different topics, fatherhood, pretty good interview. So definitely go give that a read. One of the wild things that came out was they asked him, you know, do you have to grow into a place to be comfortable with that side of you talking about, you know, all the different face paint and the way he dresses and all that kind of stuff. He said, I wouldn't give a fuck because it's like, I love everybody. I don't judge nobody. I have gay friends. I have trans friends. You know what I'm saying? I done dated. And then he got cut off and the, the interviewer said, you were accepting of everybody. He said, I don't give a damn. And everyone knows that. He said, I've dated. They just cut him off. So nobody knows what Cardi was going to say, except for Cardi himself. So, yeah, that I, was like, that was like another thing. Like, uh, I think it was probably a, f- a couple months or a few months back now, like with Isaiah Rashad. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, leave that shit alone. You know, like, if that's what they want to do, you know, let him. That's like my stance on it overall. I don't give a fuck if it's a celebrity or, you know, my a family member. Like, it's just, I don't know. It, I feel like I have str- pretty strong feelings like that and like that about it. And um, I don't know, like it, it doesn't matter in, in the scheme of things. It doesn't change my life at all or anything. So, I mean, more power to Cardi if, you know, that's what he chooses to do. No, exactly. And it's, it was just like, I don't know. I thought it was so weird. They like cut him off and didn't let him finish. Like 
it's something that he's never talked about before. And obviously, I, we don't want to assume what he was going to say, but like, he was going to say it and then you just interrupted him. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, that just makes no sense to me. Like, I feel like that's horrible etiquette as a journalist, but whatever. But beyond that, Cardi also mentioned that his next project is titled Music currently. Do you think he's going to actually release a project called Music or do you think this is like tentative until he thinks of the real name? I mean, that's not a not a bad marketing strategy. You know, you don't have to think too much of a name, something simple. Um, not that no, nobody's going to dis... I mean, people may dislike it, but I mean, it's just so neutral that... I mean, I it, it's an all right album name. You know, people have these self-titled albums and everything. Like, that. that's about the same amount of creativity as this. So. Max, Earl Sweatshirt, some rap songs, like, music's on that same level. Like, I don't think it's necessarily bad. It kind of makes sense for Flipboy Cardi, but... Yeah, I'm excited to get new music from Cardi. Obviously, pretty big fan of Cardi. A uh, whole lot of red was good. So obviously dial it and self-titled as well. But excited to see like how he evolves his sound with this project because he's kind of switched it up with every project. So I think he's definitely going to be on a new wave on this next project. Definitely want to see what happens. But yeah, I think that just about wraps it up for the news this week. Let's move on to our question from the audience. Shout out to Devin yet again, producer Devin coming through with the question from the audience. He asked us, who is the best superhero or who's your favorite superhero? I'll let you kick it off. Uh, for me here, this really wasn't too much, too tough of a choice. Um, I'm a huge Captain America guy. You know, they had Captain America Civil War. I was team cap, of course. Fuck Iron Man. Um, but, you know, it's just, I mean, Cap's just that guy. Um I feel like a lot of these could be viewed as like cheesy picks or, you know, this may be one of them, but like I said, Cap's just that guy for me. How about you? What is your pick here? I like that pick. Um, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, but I have of the Avengers franchise movies, I've only seen Avengers Endgame because all my friends were gone. So I was like, ah, I'm going to go. So I watched a little like recap video of all the other movies. So I got caught up. And so I kind of knew what was going on. And I feel like I did. And like, I wasn't lost when I was watching it, but I feel like I haven't watched all these other movies to really develop strong bonds or emotions to these different characters and different superheroes. Um, so I feel like it's kind of hard for me to choose. Obviously recently we saw the Batman and I grew up a fan of Batman. Also grew up a fan of Spider-Man. So I feel like I'm between Batman and Spider-Man. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I, I feel like I don't have enough movies out of my belt to choose. So maybe we'll come back to this question in a couple weeks, but yeah, comment down below and let me know what superhero movie I should watch first. Also let us know what your favorite superhero is and why, because I want to know because that's something I don't know could, myself. So yeah, I, I see every Marvel movie when it comes out and everything. So, you know, that's something I can go on and on about. You, you gotta, you gotta catch up. You know, it's a, the MCU is a great thing. Um, you know, it's so cool how it draws all together. It's, probably the best i'd argue best movie franchise ever with the mcu there so respect i got a little bit biased for best movie franchise almost mentioned it for my favorite movie harry potter though i'm a big potter guy yeah i'm not a big harry potter guy so we're that's tough that's we're tough. on opposite ends of the spectrum there that's tough i'll get you on harry potter one day maybe there we go um but i think that about wraps it up for this week um just like i said we're gonna have the ox battles out on monday probably sometime throughout the afternoon, go give us a vote. Let us know who you think won. 
we'll keep it a you guys listening will know who the choices are but it'll be anonymous on on our instagram stories so just go show us some love and get some votes in there let us know who won yep also make sure to go enter our giveaway on instagram it's been live for a while but we're officially going to give it away once we hit 200 followers go find that poll where we or that post where we announce the giveaway share it to your story like the post tag a friend and follow us you know i'll just throw it out there because you know i'm i'm in the market for looking for a new vinyl player so i'm throwing in my vinyl player as well with the giveaway um get us there a little bit quicker you know i meant to give it away to someone um you know one of my homies or something so that's a big addition to the giveaway so you heard that you get good kid mad city kids see ghosts and a record player i mean what else signed by the second avenue boys as well what else could you ask for that's a great great prize for a first giveaway so and obviously it's only going to go up so keep showing us some love keep tuning in who knows what the next giveaway will be maybe some tickets to a concert maybe come to a concert with us hey don't want to give anything away but we'll see we'll see when we get to that point anyways thank you guys for listening as always uh tune in next week see you guys next week have a good one this week